Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tiny Alumni Talks, a weekly podcast where we talk to alumni about their experiences at Cal State Fullerton. For this week's episode, we have Benjamin Tate, who graduated from Cal State Fullerton in 2014 with a bachelor's in psychology. He currently works as a social worker at Royal TRC. Listen to this episode where we talk about his experiences at Cal State Fullerton, along with a variety of programs that he participated in while at CSUF. If you want to listen to this episode and all future episodes, you can head on over to tinyradio.org to listen to them live at 6 p.m. on Saturdays. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash alumni to listen to this and all past episodes. All right. So thank you so much, Ben, for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. All right. So to begin with, you got your bachelor's from Cal State Fullerton in 2014. Uh, tell me a little bit about, I know you've done like a ton of things in psychology. So tell me what kind of led to your uh, interest in psychology. Oh, okay. Um, well, so I was actually, when I first was uh, applying for Cal State Fullerton back when I was a senior in high school, I was initially thinking about uh, majoring in music, uh, in vocal performance. Um, and I had been auditioning for different vocal programs in other schools, and I wasn't doing well with it. And so when I came, when I got accepted to Cal State Fullerton uh, before I even declared a major, I was like, you know what, that's not working out for me. Um, and my older brother was studying psychology in his university, and so I was like, you know what, I'll do that. That sounds good. I like to help people. I like to talk. So I had always been a declared psych major from enrollment. Um, but I was like, never sure like what exactly what I was gonna do with it. I, throughout the whole four years, I changed my mind like, oh, do I wanna be a teacher? Do I wanna do this? Do I wanna do that? Just like any other <laughs> student <laughs> in any university, they, they go through their four years wondering what are they gonna do with their lives? Um, but I did stick with the one major because I didn't wanna change majors and then like, have to redo all my classes and everything so i stuck with it but you always had a passion for like psychology once you got in you never were trying to stray away from that no i always knew i wanted to do something related to that um initially i thought i was going to like i said be a teacher and that that would have been a helpful degree to have before going to education I thought maybe I would go to medical school. Um, that was, you know, my mother's deep desire, but that did not happen. Um, I thought I was going to, uh, you know, work with, you know, uh, in healthcare settings. I thought I was going to do this. I thought, you know, there were so many ways that you can use a psychology degree that doesn't always actually have to do with practicing psychology. And I was looking at every single thing. I, you know, anything that could be reasonably related to psychology, I looked into. Um, it wasn't uh, until maybe like, I want to say like my sophomore year, because initially freshman year, I thought I was going to go to medical school. Uh, and I was like trying to do all the pre-med classes. Um, and for any student who's listening, pre-med classes include a lot of science and math and stuff that I am not good at. Um, and I thought, no, it's okay, I can do it. Uh, but uh, after freshman year, I was like, no, no, that's not happening. Um, and that's also when I started getting more involved on campus. Um, my freshman year, I was in the freshman programs, uh, which, do they still have that? Uh, what are the freshman programs? Freshman programs is like, uh, you apply separately and they 
like you get early uh, enrollment in classes and they kind of do, they have like their own lounge in Langsdorf and I'm not sure if they have that, or maybe it's for different. Maybe it's only for psychology. I I don't remember exactly how I got into it. (laughs) That's what I did. Um, But uh, so initially, I thought I was going to do like healthcare related stuff. After I I figured medical school wasn't working out, maybe there's some other kind of healthcare related uh, field that I can do. And so I was considering in sophomore year doing a health science minor, Um, but I decided not to end up doing that um, because I didn't want to add more classes to my schedule. Um, But I was always very passionate about um, like suicide prevention and bullying and kind of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that kind of ties into the work you do now since you're a social work at Royal uh, TRC. So can you kind of uh, explain like a day in life of a social worker and what you kind of do on a day-to-day basis? Uh, yes. So, um, I am a social worker at Royal TRC. It is a, uh, locked, uh, psychiatric hospital. Um, and we treat individuals, um, over the age of 18, 18 and up, uh, well, 18 to 65 with, uh, chronic and persistent mental illnesses, like severe mental illnesses, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder. Um, we do get a fair amount of people with addiction and other drug abuse issues, that are oftentimes comorbid. It's really hard to say like, what is a day in the life? Because I don't always have a, like a set schedule that, okay, I come in and I know that I have A, B and C to do. Um, I do kind of, for the most part, plan out my week and my month. Um, it all kind of depends on the flow of the unit. Um, if I'm having admissions or discharges, that obviously affects part of my work, but for the most part, let's say, uh, assuming I have regular admissions and discharges, uh, for the admissions, I would do a um, psychosocial assessment where I would try to obtain from the patient and from their family, if I have consent from the patient to speak with the family, I uh, try to get information about the history. When did the illness start? What has their treatment history been like? Have they been compliant with medications? Where have they been seen? That kind of stuff. I would talk to the patient to kind of get their perspective on what is going on with them, what are their goals for the future, uh, what their, you know, coping skills that they use when they're feeling frustrated. Um, and I would, it's it, doing uh, social work, especially when doing a psychosocial assessment, is a lot of investigation, um, particularly when working with this population. Um, they don't often have insight. They don't believe that they're sick. They might be cognitively impaired. So I have to like really dig and find out information if I can. And sometimes I just don't ever get any information. Mm-hmm. So let's go into a bit of your education. So after you got your bachelor's at Kelsey Fullerton, you uh, went directly into your master's, right? At uh, Tel Aviv University right after that. And then now you're pursuing your doctorate degree in uh, the California Southern University. So uh, this is all back to back, which is, I mean, like considering high school, did, uh, were you a direct student from high school? Yes, to I was. So this yeah. is a fun. I've been in school my whole life. <laughs> yeah, this is like 25 plus years of just straight school. So yeah. tell me a little about that. Uh, why did you decide to go on like a nonstop, maybe like rampage of just school? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think uh, I could do that for that. That's many a good. That's a good word to use. Rampage. Yes. Um, I well, I went straight to Cal State Fullerton from high school because I knew I wanted to go to college, and you know I didn't want to take time and you know, waste my life. Um, I wanted to just jump straight in and try to figure it out from there. 
uh, as to why I went straight from there to different graduate programs, um, kind of similar reason. I, you know, needed to get more education in order to be able to start working and to get more practical experience. Um, I chose, uh, you know, I always knew I was going to be a psychologist. Well, okay, not always. As I mentioned, I thought I was going to be a doctor first. Starting like let's say junior year, I, I figured, no, no, I will be a psychologist. Um, so I knew I was going to pursue a doctorate in psychology at some point. The question at the time that I was graduating or my senior year was, do I go straight from bachelor's to a doctorate or should I do a master's first, work a bit, get more uh, education and training? What was I going to do? And uh, you know, a lot of my classmates were facing similar questions. Some of them did go straight to doctorates. Some of them did masters. Some of them worked for a little bit before going back to school. Um, so I chose to go to Tel Aviv University. It was an international program. Uh, so it was taught in English. And I chose to do that because it was like a one year, like straight program. So I could get the master's degree in one year as opposed to two. And I thought, okay, well, that'd be good because then I can get a different kind of education, social work. It was, uh, the degree was specialized in crisis and trauma, um, particular about uh, social policy and planning of social service programs to address trauma and crisis in the population. All right, so now we're back with Ben and we're gonna ask him some quick fire questions and we wanna know his opinions on some of these topics. Okay. So we want yeah, like man. quick answers to these. Like, I just wanna know like which one is your favorite. Okay. So coffee versus tea. Coffee. Undergrad versus graduate. Undergrad. <laughs> you better say it. It's a Cal State Fullerton podcast. Uh, I, well, hey, there are a lot of graduates in like Cal State Fullerton, so that's true. But that's true. As well. Undergrad is a much better time. Yeah. It's, and then early bird or a night owl. Uh, I am an early bird. You're um, an early bird. You can ask any of my friends. I go to bed early. They hate it because I never stay out late. So. When do you wake up? Like, what's your goal to wake up? Uh, during the week, I wake up at around like five or six. Oh, that's early. Depending on the day. And on the weekend, maybe I'll sleep in until about eight or nine. I try and aim for like 7.30, 8-ish on the weekdays and weekends as well. <laughs> Ooh, 5.30, 6 every day. I, I, I got used to Very early. Yeah. Well, I mean, depending on the commute or whatever. <laughs> but when I was at Fullerton, I always had early classes. Yeah. I tried to not have too many late classes because I was tired and I didn't want to deal with that. But I did yeah. have a couple of like night classes. I hated it. But I feel you on that. Morning classes are the way to go. Yeah, get it out of the way. Then you have more free time afterwards. Exactly. You don't have to worry about stopping your free time to go to class. Yeah, like every like every other hour you would have a class, which doesn't make any sense. You know, you're not free yeah. for like a big block of time. Whereas yeah, get it to get it done with the morning, you have all afternoon, all night to do whatever. Yeah, granted, there are some classes that just were not offered. To oh yeah, time. but you that kind of sucks. Do as much as you can. Mm -hmm. So math or language arts. Language arts. I hate arts. math. Oh. Suck at math. Math is the devil. You never like math. Oh. No. Most people don't like math, and I'm just sitting here like, oh. In person yeah. or virtual? In person. You prefer in person. Virtual yeah. just makes me so, it feels so busy. It always feels like something's happening. Yeah. When it's, in, when it's virtual, I just never know, like, how to interact. It's not. It, it is not a little weird. weirder, yeah. Yeah. And then with like virtual, like everything is like scheduled back to back. There's no break. Whereas like if you had something and then you were like, all right, I got to schedule like half an hour. And that's kind of your downtime yeah, before something else because you got to go it's there. It's too structured. And yeah, this is like, having structure is good, but it's also nice to be spontaneous and in person. Like 
randomly show up at your friend's place and be like, okay, we're going out. But now it's like you gotta you gotta schedule a Zoom call or you gotta like make reservations and check if something's open. Yeah. And it's a lot of planning then. Yeah. All right. So let's get back to Cal State Fullerton and some of the work you've done like during your years at Cal State Fullerton. So you did quite a bit. Uh, I believe you mentioned before that you were part of Active Minds and you did other like mentorship stuff. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about like how you got into like after your first year, uh, what you decided to join and why. So that. We have to go back to the freshman programs. Um, so I did that my freshman year. We had like mentors with that. Um, and so after my freshman year, before sophomore year, um, I became uh, like a um, like a freshman program. I like volunteered with freshman programs for like welcome day, um, where I would like, you know, man the table out on the quad and the Titan walk and you know, as prospective students are coming by and tell them about freshman programs. Um, I also helped uh, during move-in day for freshman programs because they had early move-in day. Um, so I was, you know, helping the new freshmen move in and I was telling them about freshman programs and, you know, all the stuff on campus. And I did, uh, initially I had volunteered the also enrollment as well. So freshman programs has early enrollment for classes. So they, they came to campus uh, for orientation uh, before the rest of the students. Uh, so I volunteered for that so I could be like a orientation, like advisor, kind of mentor kind of thing. So I kind of explained to them about campus life and helped them register for their classes, um, which uh, was interesting because I remember I had only just done it myself like the year before. So it's like, oh, am I really an expert at this? Oh, shoot. This is kind of like the um, so, big brother, big sister type of program, right? Yeah, kind of like that. Um, and um, the first club I joined on campus was Hillel, which is the Jewish student group. Um, I, you know, became really involved with that. Uh, you know, always would table for them on the quad or doing any kind of like, you know, welcome day, you know, new student orientation or all that stuff. I was helping with that because um, I like talking to people. I like engaging them in conversation and, you know, just finding out about them and all that stuff. Um, so I did that, uh, that started freshman year. And then Active Minds didn't start until uh, junior year. It, it wasn't around before. Um, so I joined that when it first started and then I stayed with it until I graduated. Um, and with that, it's uh, Active Minds as an organization is actually a national nonprofit that has chapters in different universities across the country, which is a student run kind of thing. And, you know, they put on events to kind of educate people about mental health and decrease stigma. Uh, so we put on a lot of events and you might be familiar with some of the events that we kind of introduced, like um, having therapy uh, dogs come in around finals week and whatnot. Yeah. We started that. Um, oh, okay. And um, we initially we were like a, uh, we were kind of by ourselves, but then we joined together with the Peer Health University Network and the Health Education Office because it was just like a different aspect of health education. Uh, so now Active Minds is like a subsection of that, or at least it was when I was there. I don't know if they even still around. Um, so I, you know, we did a lot of events throughout the sem each semester. Um, 
in not just for finals week, but we put on like movies where we were watching like uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower or other kind of mental health related movies to have a discussion about mental health and stigma. Um, we did, every year there's like eating disorders awareness week and we would stand on the Titan walk with all these big signs saying you are beautiful and work it and like rock what you got. And that was a lot of fun. Um, and it was a little weird for some students walking back and I'm just yelling at random people, you're beautiful. And a lot of people would be like, I got a boyfriend or I got a girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm just like, Hey, whatever. You're still beautiful. So, uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, random yelling, of, you know, stuff like that. So, and then also, like I mentioned, the Make-A-Wish Club I was involved with as well. Um, I think being involved on campus just made everything more worthwhile. Um, it was definitely better for me being a, like a, I lived on campus, so I didn't have to commute. So I was able to spend time after classes going to club meetings or whatever, because a lot of people they commute, so they can't spend a lot of time with clubs because they oh I have to beat the traffic, I have to get home. Um, so I was very lucky in that regards um, that I could do that. But it definitely made my time at Castle Bolton much more memorable. I you know joined a, a course on campus, the Castle Bolton Men's Course, um, it, which you get one credit for. It's a class and you can get one credit. That was a lot of fun, and anyone listening should join one of the courses on campus once they're back in. I don't know if they're doing the courses online, but if they are, join them because they're a lot of fun. And the teachers for both those courses, uh, Dr. Eistad and Dr. Kredition, are the most amazing people in the world and you will just love them. So uh, a little bit about uh, your time at university. I just was wondering uh, your goals and aspirations, like how did it grow as you grew? Um. Well, I think when I first started, I was focused more on just, you know, getting by. Um, I stuck with what I was familiar with. I didn't branch out too much. I just went to classes and I went back to my dorm and that was it. Um, that was like the first semester. Um, but then after that, I, you know, started kind of branching out a bit more because, I real, you know, I wanted to like I wanted to meet new people, I wanted to learn new things. I just want to try everything. And, you know, Calcio Culture made it so easy back then when we could be in person, the good old days. Um, and there were so many opportunities, uh, like Club Rush was like, I love to go into Club Rush, even if I never joined all the clubs, I like to go and just talk to every single table um, because then you would meet people and then you would find some common interests and and that's how you make friends. So that was a big thing for me. I wanted to make friends and I wanted to be involved on campus. I wanted to just feel like I belonged and it wasn't just school, that it was like a community. So that's why over, over the years I became more involved. I was volunteering more with freshman programs and I was doing different clubs um, because I you know, wanted to feel more like the university gave me, gave me all these opportunities and I want to give it back. I see. So it's all about like taking advantage of like what was presented to you and just making sure you made like a full experience out of your four years at Cal State Fullerton. Yeah, and I really like the thing that you mentioned about Club Rush and because I do that as well. Like whenever we had Club Rush on campus, we just walk around and it's just like a lively campus at that point yeah. where like the tables like a, every it's foot. Like a carnival. Exactly. Yeah. Like you might not be interested in everything, but 
it's still fun but to just like talk to people or at least see what they're like promoting. Yeah. So can you tell me like your favorite moment, like maybe on campus or your favorite memory at university? Um, I was helping with moving for freshmen, which, you know, so I moved in early to the dorm so that then I spent the whole day helping everyone else move in. And so I didn't even unpack myself. I just threw it into the dorm. Um, and I was, then I went to go help all the freshmen move in. And I spent like the whole day doing that. And I did not put on sunscreen. Um, I didn't notice that I was, you know, burning. I didn't feel it. I didn't think about it. Um, and no one mentioned it. No one thought to say, oh, hey, you're getting a little red there. You okay? No. I spent basically from like 7 a.m. to like, I don't even know when it ended, you know, from start to finish, getting all the freshmen moved in. And I mean, it was, it was amazing. I loved it. And, you know, you know, some of the friends, some of my good friends now, I met because I helped them to move in. Um, and then I got back to my dorm and I'm all tired and everything. And I go to the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I was like red as a lobster. But I had a little mask because I was wearing sunglasses. And so the tan line around my eyes, <laughs> the sunglasses, it was like, like what you see in cartoons. Yeah. It was exactly like that. Uh, so that was kind of memorable. It took forever for it to like peel and get better and everything. It was not fun. It was not fun. Not a great memory, but a memorable but one. It was sure. memorable because, you know, it was meaningful and that I was helping all these people move in. And like I said, I made actually some really good friends, you know, who are younger than me, who I helped them to move in. I think the best thing that I remember was, you know, at the end of every year, they would have those banners for commencement. And every year I would see them and I would count, you know, hey, I'm one year closer to doing that. And my senior year, though, my, when it was my turn, oh, that was really, like, emotional because the first day they put them up, I was walking out of my dorm, going to class, like, and I, like, saw them putting it up, and I freaked out because it's like, oh, shoot, it's real. That's it's it. I have to say goodbye to this. Yeah, it's, I have to leave. I don't want to leave. But at the same time, I do. Like, I've earned it. And it's a, good, a lot of conflicting emotions. But all of it good. All of, all of the emotions were good. So to end it off, I'd like to know a little bit about, like, some advice you would give to students. So, like, to start off, uh, can you give me, like, a pitch? Or why like incoming students would want to major in psychology why they should choose it as their like focus okay um so i think you know one why someone should psychology major major because it's probably the most versatile major you can go into almost any career with a psychology on a bachelor's you know you don't have to be a clinical psychologist you don't have to be a social worker you could go into business, you can go into law, you can go into education, uh, you can go into, you know, anything, because if you know how to understand people, you know, you can do almost anything. So psychology major is probably one of the, the most versatile um, and the most broad reaching. It gives you a lot of opportunities, a lot of options for your future life that may or may not be clinical in basis and it can also inspire you to look at different things you know a lot of people start in psychology and then they switch to medicine or switch to child development or 
or vice versa. And they kind of realize that one is too narrow and they want to be more open-ended. It's a very, uh, it's a very good major to give you opportunities that are beyond what you could have thought. I see. Yeah, a lot of people go into like these majors, and there's just so many like things for you to do there. Whereas, like, if you try and major in something, maybe they think about like just the money of like being a doctor, maybe a CS mm -hmm. major, engineering. But yeah. you get limited in like the scope that you can choose after you graduate. But people go into like some liberal studies or some majors that people might not look to at the beginning. There's so many different paths you can go to down down the road. Yeah, I mean, granted, once you're, you know, in your careers and once you're, or if you're going to go to grad school, that does narrow things down further. But by that point, you know that that's what you want to do. So psychology is a good way to kind of figure out what you want to do. What advice would you give to like some students who uh, maybe they're at Cal State Fullerton and they're majoring in psychology, they're about to graduate and they don't know like what to do in their fourth year? Uh, well, um, first of all, I would say been there, done that, got a t-shirt. Um, what I would recommend is, first of all, you, you know, make good use of your advisors. You know, the academic advisors there, you know, they're there for a reason. Talk to your professors. I did not use the academic advisors as much, except for like when planning out my classes. But at senior year, especially when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, did I want to do grad school, did I want to work? I spoke to all of my professors, uh, even the ones that were not psychology professors. I, I, you know, I wanted to get everyone's perspective um, because your professors, assuming you, you know, take the time to get to know them, they would really have a good insight into your abilities and in your, you know, interests because that shows in a lot of your work if you put it out there. And I was, like I said, really close with my professors. Um, one professor, especially uh, Dr. Lisa Weissman DeBrantes, who taught uh, developmental psychology, and she also teaches a lot of other critical thinking courses. So first of all, anybody should take her, everybody should take her classes, she's the best. Um, but I would talk to her, we would get coffee, and I would ask her, well, what do you think I should do? And how should I do this? And she, she would just, she wouldn't tell me what to do. She would explain everything. And she would give me a chance to understand what are the options and what are the ways that each choice can, you know, affect my life. And I think that's one of the best things that any student can do, whether you're a freshman or senior, talk to your professors, get to know your professors beyond just as a teacher and beyond just grading your homework. Um, befriend them, you know, they will be your first recommendations when you're applying for jobs. They can write, you know, referral letters for you. Um, I did that. I had my teachers and your club advisors uh, as well. You know, those are the people that, you know, you want to befriend, you want to talk to them beyond just the confines of your structure life with them um, because they can give you that advice that's, you know, they're not just paid to give you advice. At that point, they know you well, they want to help you. They want to give you that advice. And like I said, they will give you letters of recommendation when I applied for my first job out of my master's degree, when I worked in Long Beach, they asked for, you know, who are my recommendations so they can call. I put that, I put Dr. DeVlantes, uh, and I put uh, my advisor from Active Minds, um, and both of them got called, like, that same day um, for the job, and I obviously got the job, so.
Yeah, it's all about making connections. It's, it does feel kind of intimidating sometimes as a student mm -hmm. uh, trying to ask for letters of rec or trying to connect with professors because there's maybe one professor and so many students, 30 to maybe even 100 at times. So it yeah. does feel kind of intimidating, it's, but you kind of just is. have to make the effort. Take the time to get to know your professors and the advisors for the clubs um, or, you know, the, the, any kind of group on campus. If you're involved in a committee or something like that, um, you know, whether it's there's all those kind of, you know, student professional groups that, the, you know, each department has something like that. Join those and get to know the advisors. So uh, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Are, are you on a Retain Pro Network? I think so. I don't know. It sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. So I probably Network. am. I probably am. Well, that's great because uh, Time Pro Network, uh, as you probably know, is our very own LinkedIn site mm -hmm. where uh, alumni, students, faculty, and staff can all connect with one another and get advice from each other. So I know a lot of people who are just like wondering, how do I, how do I know? Like, what are my next steps? What should I do next? Uh, there are alumni. I believe we have over a thousand alumni already signed up for the program. So mm -hmm. it's very simple, very intuitive to use. You can easily find anyone who you're looking for in any field. So it's very easy to get advice with whatever you're majoring in or maybe in a career uh, setting. So I recommend yeah. everyone sign up for it uh, today and people could probably reach out to you if you are on the program and just ask yeah. you uh, more about what you do or any advice that they need. Of course, if, if I am on there, which I think I am, but if you see me on there, definitely message me. I'd be happy to answer any questions, particularly anyone wanting to go into psychology, what is a doctor program in psychology like, or if anyone is going to social work, you know, I'd be happy to answer those questions. But if anyone just wants to chat about college life, I'm down for that too. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for joining us on the podcast today. We had a great conversation and I really loved it. Yeah, I did too. It was wonderful. Thank you for having me. Uh, just making me a bit nostalgic <laughs> and uh, making me feel a little bit old, but that's okay.